Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. I'm John Ryan and this is Pod Roast. This week, after Reese Mogg, last week another right-winger steps up to the mic. And what are you scared of? NPR asks a load of twitchy American hipsters. I don't know much about babies and care even less. Personal view, but there are attention-seeking time vacuums that suck any personality out of people who find themselves with one. I keep them all in a state-sanctioned warehouse until they're four or so. That way they're unleashed into the world with a personality and the ability to wipe themselves. But apparently there's a movement to focus on the first 1,001 days of a baby's life. These earliest experiences are crucial building blocks, apparently. And now there's a podcast hosted by none other than the chair of the Early Years Healthy Development Review, Andrea Ledsom, MP. Of course, Ledsom is the woman famous for casually insulting everyone childless whilst taking a swipe at Theresa May during their leadership battle. I'm putting quotes around battle. But then this is the country that put the man who rudimentary Google searches suggest has at least six children into power. So maybe she is onto something. A plinky piano theme, lots of reverb, and Angela is yapping at us straight away, like a shih tzu in a pleated skirt. Welcome to the 1001 Critical Days podcast. She explains that ensuring every baby gets the best start to life has been her passion for over 20 years. I'm guessing she only gives up on them after that if they want to marry someone of the same gender. But we'll move on. Our dame is in a room with no soft furnishings, judging by the echo. It's probably a soulless Whitehall meeting room. A dining room in toaster, or maybe I'm imagining a torture basement lent to her by the Home Secretary. The first edit is so breathtakingly bad, I like to think Ledsom's cut this herself. The first 35 seconds appears to be the same in every episode, but rather than record the same half minute again each time, or heaven forfend, write a new script to zhuzh it up for both her regular listeners, she jump cuts from the series intro to the episode intro. Even with the deathly plod of her theme tune to mask the join, there's a level jump between the two recordings. And she's clearly in a different session! I know I'm forever banging on about getting an audio specialist to help with your podcast if you're new to the medium. But hello, get an audio specialist to help with your podcast if you're new to the medium. Even this was more subtle a production mistake than you'd learn about before coffee on day one of How to Make a Podcast 101. Surely you've got ears, Andrea. Surely you've heard your own thing and asked yourself, or you'll think of it flunky, why do I sound completely different at 30 seconds than I do at 40? Not least of all because she's scripted in the first bit and has that slight hesitation in the second that suggests she's making it up as she goes along. Not that we'd accuse any member of the current government of that, boomtish. Joyously, the next edit is just as hysterical. Our host tells us we're going to meet Penny Mordant, the Paymaster General. Now, for non-UK listeners, this is a Victorian-titled cabinet position in the government rather than a bit part in Game of Thrones. 
the piano increases in volume and then vanishes as it's abruptly jump cut into a third session. This sounds like a raw recording from the Zoom. Hi Penny Mordant, you are the Paymaster General and listeners might wonder why you're taking part in this podcast. Could you just explain for listeners' benefit why the Cabinet Office is so important for getting Whitehall to work together? Now, there's so much wrong with this. The best audio conversations are the ones that sound like real life. This is as if I began a conversation with my mother. Hi, Jill Ryan. You are the Deputy Mayor of Pencoy Parish Council, and listeners might wonder why you're having a conversation with me. Firstly, don't call me listeners. Don't throw my title at me. I know what I do. That said, Penny is blessed with a surname that sounds like an adjective. Mordant. Sounds like the descriptor for a still pond with a centimetre of algae and a shopping trolley half submerged. But the biggest crime here is the question. I've had a baby. I'm interested in the thousand and one critical days. I want the best for my kid. And inexplicably, I followed a link to Andrea Ledsom for help. So I probably want to hear emotion, anecdote and opinion for new mums and dads. Why is the Cabinet Office so important for getting Whitehall to work together is not what I've been looking for. That's the definition of masturbatory Westminsterese. Anyway, Penny talks about policy and how she's the one who nags different departments to actually achieve stuff. Thanks, Pen. You do it in the most brilliant way, so thank you for all your support, gushes Andrea, before asking her to tell us which of the six key action areas arising from the 1001 Critical Days vision are the most important. Even before Mordant replies, well, of course they all are, it's another question that utterly misses the point. If your podcast about policy talks more about the policy and less about the outcomes, it will never connect with a listener. I gave up at 3.37. It probably gets worse. Next. If you want bad production, stick with second division members of the British government. If you want beautiful production, with a side order of, well, it's not a bad idea for a podcast per se, just a kind of way of filling quiet time in your head, a kind of candy floss, head to WNYC Studios. I checked into 10 Things That Scare Me, yet another NPR way of collecting a bunch of random listeners, attempting to inject deeper meaning into what they're saying, by saying it slower and having long gaps inserted in the edit. And that other NPR favourite, the non-secretary. Jeffrey L. lists a load of regular things that scare him onto the show answer phone. Unfulfilled ambition. People around him knowing something he doesn't. That he's not alone when he thinks he is. That kind of hokum. Then, handbrake turn. Horses up close. His fear comes from the fact that horses have long faces, cue a million jokes I won't do, full of muscle and teeth and they could kill you. Now, the only empathy I felt for Jeffrey L is when I remember visiting Giraffe World when I was on a business trip to Nairobi. You ascend a tower to get the same face-to-face experience with, clearly, no spoilers, a giraffe. If you thought horses were scary face owners, Jeffrey L, geez, I'd never put Giraffe World on your bucket list. 
Actually, I do warm a little bit to Jeffrey L. when one of the other things on his list is other people who seemingly get and understand the appeal of poetry. I might not be with you on horses, Jeffrey L., but on this one, I am, especially poetry on the radio. But the problem with this podcast is it's the equivalent of an owl Milky Way. Surely the definition of a chocolate bar that doesn't ruin your appetite is a chocolate bar that's too small and deeply unfulfilling. Yes, it's made and edited with craft and love, specially composed luxurious synth music and sound design. I'm back to the podcast now, by the way, not the Milky Way. But I still wonder why marshalling the forces of the internet to hear one Minnesotan's downer about horseheads could be a podcast addiction too far. I'm John Ryan, weary-eared and disappointed, this week with the 1001 Critical Days podcast from Andrea Ledsom, MP, and 10 Things That Scare Me from WNYC. I listen to these so you don't have to. Hello, and welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo. And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.